0: This game is like a lotto ticket. Every single is like your lottery ticket. To get one song to, to, to be recognized by everybody is hard. So you gotta give yourself all the chances you can get. And being diverse is very important. Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast
1: with your hosts, Louis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started.
2: Hey, what's going on? Another episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. My name is Lewis, and my name is Pedro. Hope everyone is doing well. We had a busy week down here in Florida. There was a little bit of
1: a gap there on episodes because uh, Lewis lives in, in Florida, and of course, if you're in the continental United States, you were hearing a lot about this huge hurricane, uh, Dorian, which uh, hit the Bahamas pretty hard, and, and oh, didn't yeah, make definitely. its way didn't make its way to Florida, but uh, the Bahamas was hit pretty hard. I know that you had to do a lot of preparing and waiting, so we wanted to hold off on recording so you can get get prepared. But it, it missed you pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, first of all, thank you for checking in with me and making sure everything was cool, and and you know, and and kind of you know communicating to our to our fan base that hey you know there's a reason why we haven't been able to record but yeah i mean it's really been a crazy week because you know hurricane dorian kind of really took its time in terms of where it's gonna go and it spent a lot of time over the uh over the bahamas unfortunately and because of that the tracking kept changing at one point it was going, it was going to come over straight over you know through central florida skirt the east coast of florida and eventually what ended up happening was it, it kind of stalled over the bahamas for a while which was unfortunate for them and then kind of stood off the east coast, um, up north. So, uh, yeah, we, we just got a little bit of wind. You know, we, our beaches got hit a little hard. But for for, for me in central Florida, um, thankfully, we, we definitely dodged a bullet. Yeah,
1: and we wanted to, uh, as always, whenever there's a, a, a natural disaster of this, uh, folks are probably curious on how they can donate and how they can serve those who oh, have yeah. been affected. So uh, there's a really good article I'm going to post out on our on our page, Musically Speaking Podcast. It'll be on our show notes for this episode on how you can help, uh, who you can help, and also how you can research if somebody says, hey, you should totally donate to this place or we're looking for X. Uh, you can find a way to do the proper research and make sure that you are giving either your time, your money, whatever services that you're looking to give to a reputable place. So we're going to post, post that Great for stuff. you all. Absolutely.
2: Well, as with anything else, the music business keeps on moving on, right? So uh, let's catch up on a couple of things we missed uh, in the music news.
1: Music Industry News. The MTV Awards was a, a big deal. It actually was very entertaining. For those, uh, MTV did a good job of really posting all the video and really getting viral with it so that was good there were some good moments there Taylor
2: swift's uh release of her her new album which was uh, historic uh, she uh, you know again sold over a million copies um on day one
1: yes and went into some details about how that can happen and maybe give some independent artists some tips on how you can get some of your music sold uh, without necessarily having to harass people to purchase uh, either physical copies or going on buying a song. There's other ways you can get folks to, you know, build upon the fandom of who you are. So there's lots of cool things there. Uh, Jay Z and the partnership with the NFL and how oh, yeah. that kind of went down. Yep. yep. Uh, they announced their first kind of concert as the a- NFL and National Football League season opens. So that that is all in the news there. And of course we have our uh, indie artist month which is September. Every, every September, we're going to be highlighting things for, for independent artists to, to learn and, you know, absorb. And and Ty Bless, who was our guest, we, we continued to speak upon some other topics, and he went into some good details that we thought was good to share for this episode.
2: Part two of our interview with Ty Bless uh, and also the introduction to the month of uh, the independent artists, where we talk a little bit about indie music do you want to get signed to a major label? Do you want to stay independent? What are the benefits or the, negative, uh, the negatives around that? So it's going to be a fun episode. That's what we got going on. So uh, check it out.
1: One, one trend that I've noticed a lot is songs being more compact and going kind of straight to the hook. Not a lot in betweens there. Ty, do you notice that kind of trend going on and do you think that that is kind of a play on let me get more impressions since we talked about it earlier it could be a play
0: on impressions but it's also a it's, it's also adapting to the attention span shrinkage of the generations that come <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> that's what it is it's really that like i have a record called she loves money and it's just like that it's just like that you know what i mean you know what i mean like is i say a couple of little things in the in the verses then i get to a pre in the chorus then I say a couple of little more things in the chorus. I get back to the pre-chorus real quick again, and then I get back to the pre-chorus again. Like I don't, you know what I mean? So that's how these records are, and they, and you know, you kind of get out the way of the listener. Because remember, I know, I know they hate to hear this, but when we were coming up, you know, what I'm saying we were, we, we was, in the, we were the drug dealers in the rap game, right? Now they, <laughs> this generation are the drug users. You know what I mean? So you know, once they, they don't, they listen differently. They want to hear yeah. differently. They don't want to be reminded about anything that's gonna make that's gonna bring them down. So, yeah. so
2: let let me throw this at you. And and since we were talking about you know a, jo- a genre that that of course you and I are kind of and, and Pedro are kind of deep into, and we're talking about freestyle music. Um, t- and this is just my opinion. I'm gonna throw it out there and just and kind of get your feedback. So, to me, freestyle the genre seems to live online, live on Facebook. If you were to pull that rug underneath freestyle, pull. Let's say Facebook goes away tomorrow. Does the does the genre
0: survive beyond that? It will survive. I mean, oh wow, you know what? No, it'll survive in pockets still because they'll still be. I think if you can't see freestyle, or if let's say the internet was gone, they'll definitely they'll go to. They'll go to more shows. Hmm. They'll go to more shows. It'll bring a mystique on it because then, then you'll you'll have to because somebody somebody put it like this. Some stations will will adapt to the need because that'll that'll create a demand. You understand? Right. It'll create a huge demand if you took the internet away for them to hear uh, hear it. So some station rhythmic or otherwise will adapt to at least c- c- you know dedicating some parts to freestyle. They would. It right. and probably only be in the cities where there's a large Latino population. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they'll do it. It'll happen.
2: Well, um, then that poses the the ying to the yang, right? So the yang is well, other genres like hip hop, R and B, pop, Latin don't seem to live under that same format, right? They they don't seem to live under online under free
0: under no, Facebook. They freest- seem to
2: survive outside of that.
0: Yeah, freestyle had all but died. That's why freestyle had all but died as far as mainstream was concerned, and they didn't. They and they, they, they was putting they was shoveling it off. As a a dead genre, oh no, a genre that was nostalgic, and Mm, I and this is something that they were telling me back in the year 2000 when I ran up to K.T.U. with the brand new T.K.A. Forever album. They're like, Mm. "Well, we know we love T.K.A., but we don't want no new T.K.A. We want to hear the old T.K.A."
1: Yeah,
0: that's. They told me that in my face. I couldn't believe it. I'm like. They, that's what they said I went up there again with Angel and I got in trouble I got banned from from KTU for like a for a little while because I ran up there without an appointment <laughs> spazzing like you're not gonna fucking play TKA what you mean you know what I'm saying you know how much I invested in this album banned from KTU yeah they were mad <laughs> at me for, what they were mad at me for going up there without an appointment and I think I forgot who I was speaking to at the time. There's, I you think it was because Judy, Judy was working there. It was Jeff Z's assistant. You know, Judy was working there at the time. I didn't, yo. Know, this is I was managed. I was a man, T.K.'s manager. I gave zero fucks about what they thought about my appointment or not. I didn't want to know why the the recurrent artists of that station couldn't have new records being played, and that's because me being young, I was young as a manager. I was younger than the group, which is which rarely happens. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was still a dreamer like you know the records are good they're tk you're gonna play their records i didn't understand the logic behind tommy boy is a broke label and they didn't have enough money to pay to get the records on because they you know they don't want to admit it but payola is real yo you know what it i'm is. saying this is real you're paying for a commercial spot on air on the air to play next to other commercials so you're going right you know these rec- these record labels have uh deal already in place with these radio stations to keep them act keep them to keep them alive, honestly. And nobody in the nobody in the streets can really match that that money unless they got some real long green to pen, yeah. you know, to infiltrate to get your record played in between theirs. That's the real deal, being honest with you. I mean and all you gotta know you gotta have long green to pay a certain people that promote you, quote unquote promote you to certain DJs that help get your record played on the air. You know, it's real, man. You know, you you can have a good, strong record, you know, if it gets popping on the internet and then it it goes viral, then they'll come see you. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do all that work yourself. Yeah.
2: Well, talking about all the work. So, you know, next month we're going to be doing a whole... Series on independent artists and kind of putting in that work, understanding, um, you know what to do with your music when you finish recording it, uh, understanding copyrights, publishing, all that good stuff, right? And but but one of the things you know we're trying to build to that, and you know we're thinking this episode will kind of kind of lead the way into that series is you know you're a recording artist, you just finished recording your demo, um, you know what is your next step? Is it is it straight to internet? Is it um, do you shop deals anymore? You know, do you try to get a deal at a label? I,
0: do you I,
2: try to walk into a, a terrestrial radio
0: station? The last time, I, when I did, when I finished the Taking My Money project, right? I thought about getting a deal. I had Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy wanted my record. They was interested in, it in the first two. So they was, they were like out of control. They liked living a the life. They was feeling it. They liked taking my money. Right? So I'm like, but I didn't, I was seeing what I watched what Tommy Boy was doing. They weren't doing anything different than what I was gonna be doing for myself as an independent. Mm, I watched them with the Method a, that's Man. That's a key project. point right there. You're right. Yeah. You Go know ahead. what I'm saying I, I watched them with the Method Man project. I watched them, and I'm you know, and God God bless all you guys out there doing the same thing. I see artists, certain independent should be independent artists sp- dividing. With their future profits with three or four different entities and i'm not understanding what the logic is behind that besides clout chasing you know what i mean like why would you do that to yourself in this day and age you know what i'm saying i don't but you know that's just me it's you want to maybe you want to wanna, wanna look better they're going to help you promote better I, i'm i don't know but nobody promotes but you, nobody's going to promote you on this level better than you are you know what i'm saying and the well, people. I
2: mean that, that that makes sense. I mean, example, Chance the Rapper, you know, who's one hundred percent independent.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, who who's popping off? But but you know that the argument, the, the on the other side of the argument as well, you know, labels come with budgets, labels come with staff, labels come with you know access, um, and and you and you get to the promised land quicker.
0: Yes. You know all that. The bag of chips. If you if you can get if you can get a deal, if your record is very worthy of getting a deal and you and you know you don't have the money to invest in yourself to get you to the next level that's something that you have to consider yeah, yeah. You know what I mean you don't and have I the think money the, labels, all the know-how the labels you. want
2: you to do all that work the labels want you already have clout they want you to already have the numbers they want you to have the followers they want yep. you to have you know just you, you you're you're the king of your city before they
0: even touch you they want to see you make, they want to see you turning profits before they be they come in cuz they they hold the whole their whole new model, I had I took my, my nephew up to Atlantic. I took him up to um uh, to RCA, you know what I mean? Um, and their their whole business model is how many followers do you have? Oh, how many, how many views did your record get? You know what I mean? They want to see if you if you could turn a profit yourself, because they're gonna make sure that investment could come from anywhere. That's the reason they'll sign a person like Bad Baby, who, you know what I'm saying, who was cursing out her mom on that talk show, because they seen that she had a million people following her. So they knew they could they could That's get her sad. a deal. They knew they could get her a deal with Miss Miss, you know, with with with, with Cover Girl or one of these makeup companies, and they'll get their money back right there. They knew that. You know what I'm saying? It was a matter. It didn't matter if she didn't sell records. If if she didn't sell records, but she sold records too. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. how this. It's just how this business has changed how it's worked. It's for me. I don't know how you feel, but it's a dream killer for me. You know what I'm saying? Because you, we you know, we work so hard to be talented at this shit for real. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have these people who don't really give a fuck about the musical the the musicianship or the aspects of that being good at it cuz they got other people doing it for them and cuz and they become the figureheads of of these Yeah, for sure. And and when you mention that and when
2: you mention that, yeah. that I thought, you know, change, yeah, change, but is it change for the good? Is it change for the bad? No, it's, um, it's for... I mean, one of the bad things that to me that's come out of this and we've talked about this before on this podcast is there's no longer a gatekeeper, right? Before you had to you know, you had to get in front of a label, you had to, to, to show your demo, you had to audition, and they decided whether you go move beyond that point or not. Now, you just jump into your studio, you record a couple of tracks, throw them on iTunes, and you're a superstar. You could be, And you could be terrible.
0: <laughs> you could but be. But that's just, that's just the name of the game. That's the name of the game. That's independence. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's um, music not being having a filter. You know what I mean? And being—that's the beauty of that. There's the there's beauty in not being fed what to think. Because when you put these music and these messages out, you're telling these people, you're programming people how to think and how to feel. Like people understand. It was a hot girl summer because of the city girls this summer. Like, you feel me? Like that's real shit. Like when Jay Z was telling people, "Yo, man, you know what? Put them jerseys off and get a button up." People was really doing it. You didn't see a football jersey <laughs> on America's back, and like, this is really happening. <laughs> yep. Influencers, like, this is really like, so, you know, that's the the beauty of it. You get away from being influenced in that direction, and you get to go to, you know, you really get to pick at least, you know, what you find if you're really searching for the music. You know, if you're still letting the radio pick your hits, you know, you're being influenced by them. You know, they're telling you what to think, how to feel, you know, serious. <laughs> well I think influence is uh, is is key here. I mean, we're talking about
1: you you know as an artist either making a podcast or making music, whatever it is that you're doing, I think that's what you want to create is some sort of influence, but uh, Todd, do you feel like the music industry is is too siloed now? In other words, if you like this particular genre or you like this style of music, you're just going to stick to that group and F everybody else and not open your horizons a little bit. I think radio gave that opportunity to maybe listen to something that you didn't think was in your on your radar. Now you just listen to whatever you want and forget everything. Well, else. radio
0: radio became kind of segmented too in a way. Except there's certain radio stations like Z100 that will play the very top of the top. You know, charting hip hop and all type of music. You know what I'm saying? But they all right. They they they're more segmented than anything else. Radio. More people now. I'm finding now like greatest the great thing that's happening is because um with Stand By Me a great example right, some free some freestyle DJs Tim Schomer or to the left they love it they're playing it as a freestyle record certain people certain a certain person don't want doesn't want to acknowledge it as such right because it's you know it is it's an R and B song remade with a freestyle beat right so. Right. So and but when you know that so when that when when that happened, I said, you know what? Instead of putting this on the Ty Bless versus freestyle side, I'm gonna put this on my Ty Bless hip hop side. And what it's doing is making a lot. of It's showing a lot of freestyle fans my diversity, and I'm finding that a lot of them like it. They 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 they're picking out songs like Out of Control. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, you like that? I right, bet. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. You know what I mean? I thought they were only like the, the up-tempo faster, but some of them, I think they're coming out of that now because of the fact that the radio isn't influencing them as much.
1: Hmm. And do you think that it's important for an artist to maybe think outside the box? In other yeah. words, I- instead of saying, I think that this group is going to like this and just be a little more open to having I mean,
0: anybody kind it of... It depends in? on what you can do as an artist. Not everybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can be... And every genre. Some people gotta stick to certain things. You know what I mean? Um Julio Minnesota's um, EP just came out and it opens up, he has he has a tropical record, a freestyle record, a R and B record, a freestyle record. You know what I'm saying? I like the way he did that. That's that's how you that to me, if you can do that, do that. Cause it gives you yeah. more it gives you remember, man, this is this game is like a lotto ticket. Every single is like a, your lottery ticket when it comes to being the you know, like you said, it's oversaturated. So this game is like a lottery ticket. To get one song to, to to be recognized by everybody is hard. So you gotta give yourself all the chances you can get. And being diverse is very important in that.
2: Yeah. And I think from an artist perspective, and this is just my opinion, you know, I think I approach my music me first. You know, I'm doing music that I love. I'm doing I'm writing songs that I enjoy, that, that, that make me feel good, you know, and, and the more diverse I am, the better, like you said, the more lottery tickets I have in my hand. And, you know, and, and and I put out and if, if it gravitates, if someone gravitates to it, then great. You know, I, I I shouldn't be in the business of making music for a specific genre or a specific fan. I'm, I should be in the business of making music and kind of let the chips fall where they may. There is strategy, of course, in promoting and pushing to certain genres. And I have to be wary about that. But my focus should be on creating art.
0: It should be. As, but you know how it is. about You know how it is out here, yo. You know, especially, especially in certain circles, and of subcultures, and you know, what I'm saying like, they they're about there. There's people that's gonna be hardcore about what they love. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. So, so you know, it's it's as an artist, I just I say stay true to yourself. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, like print like what, I know Prince could have made a thousand Purple Rain albums, but he say, like, nah, I made that once. I'm gonna move over here now. You know what I mean? I'm going to try, I'm gonna try uh, these other You styles. got Pedro
2: started. You said Prince. That's it. It's over.
0: No, he, he, made a, he made a very good point there.
1: He made a very good point. I, I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers was like, okay, Prince, let's do uh, Purple Rain Part 2. And he was like, no. That.
0: no. Yeah, that's how he was. i was like, no.
1: I did that. No. <laughs> you know? But there was there was something very important that was said both by you, Ty, by and Louis. And it was, uh, you know, making art that you enjoy and then there's like a lottery ticket piece to it so don't always focus on kind of the well this is the one that's going to blow it up or whatever just you got to grind it out and i think you know ty speak a little bit about consistency because you've been very very consistent in in the music business for decades now and you know how 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 does that kind
0: of fit into the mantra of you just got to keep pushing um Wow, I don't. I just always have a song in my heart. That's really. I can't really. I can't speak for everybody else. You know what I mean? I shoot. I view, I. I sometimes I wish I've done done even more. But it's just like being consistent is important, especially now because you hear the day gone today. People, you know, they move on to the next thing real, really fast. You know what I mean? And you can't let that get to you. You just got to get back in the studio and keep it busy and keep it pushing. You know? Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, this is a uh, good stuff,
2: man. You know, this is, I think this is going to be very helpful in kind of us kicking off our series uh, next month on you know for independent music and independent artists. Ty, I want to thank you, man, for for spending this time with us. Uh, I think we dropped, I think you dropped a lot of gems, brother. Um, so uh, uh we appreciate that for our listeners uh, and uh, and for all you do, brother. Um, Pedro, you got anything? Anything you want to add?
1: I just want to say that. First of all, people are going to have to listen to this a couple of times because Ty mentioned some really interesting things there. And we've learned some new concepts about Ty's past, which I think is going to be a lot of fun for those who probably don't know (laughs) him as well. (laughs) Uh, And uh, (laughs) So I I think that's great. But also... uh, Ty, you hit some points that I think are very ahead of the game. You know, we're talking about Podcast Network. We're talking about how music online has kind of evolved. And I think you're ahead of the curve on that,
0: man. Yeah, you have to to swing with it. You have to to adapt and overcome. That's the army in me. You know what I'm saying? Adapt, adjust, and overcome at all Mm. times.
2: Amen to that, brother. All right. Anything, uh, Ty, you want to share with uh, with our listeners? Uh, any any new uh, your new music? How to how to get in, how to get in touch with you? How to purchase your music?
0: Um, you can get you can get the Taking My Money EP album. That's all on all digital outlets. I have a new single called Taking My. I'm sorry, I got a new single called Stand By Me. That's on SoundCloud right now, and you can get it for free. You can download it right now. I'm going to drop uh the Stand By Me, I guess, single. With a video, and I'm gonna drop all the remixes at the same time. Sometime soon, I ain't gonna tell you when. You know, what I mean, it's just gonna happen. You know, what I'm saying. You know me. That's I don't. I, I don't give a date. I just drop it. Like here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like doing it like Dude, that.
2: Doing your so. Beyonce <laughs> thing. I hear you. I yeah,
0: hear you. man. You know, all that build up is nice, but when you build it up and then you drop it, and it's like nothing. People, you know, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and you know me. I don't like putting out records without a visual. And so I have to make sure my visual is on point when I before I really push this single and then it's going to come real soon. Um, um I'm on IG @tybless.music. I'm on Facebook as Tybless. Um I don't have any Twitter tw- Twitter followers, but you can get me. I have a new Twitter. I started all over again and it's um @hiphopmoviestar. <laughs>
2: Nice. Uh, and wanted to give you a shout out as well. I mean, we're obviously uh, we're we're partnering with uh, we're partnered with Extreme Mix Radio, That's right? Um, who, our podcast on Extreme Mix Radio. So please, I think it's on Sundays at one PM. Is that correct? All right. Well, Ty, again, thank you for the time, brother. Appreciate uh, all the gems. No and uh, we should do this again, man. It's fun.
0: Dedicated to my boy Ron Quiz, man. Rising, rising power, brother. I love you forever.
2: Absolutely. Oh yes, and shout out to a good friend of ours, Freddie Eddie Rivera.
0: Freddie, get better. Um, yeah, get better, brother. I can't do nothing without you, boy. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, thank you for tuning in to Musical.ly Speaking, the podcast. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: Peace.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Musical.ly Speaking with your
1: hosts, Luis and Pedro. Be sure to visit Musical.lySpeakingPodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, and our blog. Please subscribe, like, or share with a friend. Till next time.